0: We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you.
1: Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The spark is also supported by UPMC Heart and Vascular Institute, where you get access to the most advanced treatment options, including a range of clinical trials. Learn more at upmc.com slash central P.A. heart.
0: They've managed to get rid of me, return me to the grave. ECT, electric chair, we shock who we can't save. They've cleared you of my memory and many more as well. You may have wanted some of them, but who can ever tell? Your brain waves are more regular, the chemistry more pure. The headaches and the nausea will pass and you'll endure. Your son is gone forever though, of that the doctor's
1: sure. The memories will wait. Those were the sounds from the song Aftershocks, which is a selection from the play Next to Normal, which is scheduled to debut at the Krebsky Center and that is being thrown by the Theater Harrisburg, which will run from this Friday until February 11th. It's a story about what appears to be the typical American family, but... Has been battling their mother's bipolar disorder for 16 years, and what critics have said about Next to Normal is that it takes the audience into the minds and hearts of each character, presenting their family story with love, sympathy, and heart. And today we have with us Laureen Mahay, who is the executive director of Theater Harrisburg, and David Olmstead, who is the director of the production. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello. So good
0: to be here.
1: Yes, thank you. Yes, so good to have you here. So, uh, first question here: how How did Theatre Harrisburg decide on staging Next to Normal as part of their season?
0: That's a good question. You know, it's funny because the last time I was here, we were talking about Fiddler on the Roof.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a
0: tiny bit different than what we were going for in that one. (laughs) But, you know, interestingly, it, it still plays in, you know, with Fiddler, we were really focusing on tradition and on our history, Next to Normal. You know, this is such a powerful piece um, Mm. and it really deals with topics that a lot of other musicals kind of shy away from. So from our perspective, we wanted to share something with the community that was a little bit different and something we felt that was a really important story that needed to be told and that we felt like the community could really resonate with. So we're very excited to put this into this season as well.
1: So what does that selection process look like? Like, how how do you get to um, choosing a production? Is, is it like you have up on a wall, like, 30 different productions? <laughs> uh, how, how does that selection process, what does it look like?
0: That's fair. You know, sometimes there are certain musicals that we're like, we really, this is, this is the thing we're going to build the season around. Like, these one or these two musicals or plays, uh, we know we want to do them in the season. Mm. So let's go ahead and think about what else could we put, around that, you know, um, to allow our audiences to experience a lot of different kinds of art. Mm -hmm. And for us, it really is important that we're revisiting things that tie us to our hundred year, almost hundred year history in the community, but also are really pushing the boundaries and and continuing to allow us to grow into this, you know, future iteration of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of it has to do a lot of times with deciding on what we really want to build the season around show-wise. It always is also a game uh with rights. <laughs> 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 what's available, what's currently, you know, on tour, what went back for a revival on Broadway, you never you never really know um from week to week what that kind of landscape looks like. Yeah. Um but we also have a fantastic, you know, not only staff, but we have a fantastic group of volunteers that come together as an advisory committee and really mm. help us to also try to get to the heartbeat of some things that the community really wants to see. Because mm. ultimately, that's, you know, that's who we're here for. Yeah.
1: yeah. So so then there's not only a Game of Thrones, there's also a Game of Rights as well. Yeah, <laughs> that is...
0: yeah it, it kind of looks a lot like Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Um, uh, so um, can you share some insights into to the casting process uh, for the characters of this production?
2: Yeah, Throw that to you, Dave. It's, a, it's an open casting process. Anyone is welcome to come audition for any of the shows. They sign up for a time slot. And we had an overwhelming response for this particular oh, wow. show yeah. that we had to keep adding spots. Wow. It was one of the yeah. largest turnouts um, for six roles. And I think we had over 60 people auditioning wow. for them, uh, which is great from a directing standpoint because it gives you lots of choices. Yeah. Um, and we had the best choices to choose from with this cast. Yeah, I
0: feel like we had talked about the fact we could have cast this show a couple of times yeah, over at least. with wow. the time that showed up. Yeah. Wow. wow. With yeah. the
2: amount of people we had and the talent level. So what, why, why do you think there was that kind of response with this? This show is incredible, and, mm. and people want it to be part of it. One of our actors drives up from Maryland wow. every mm-hmm. night for rehearsal. That's I mean, commitment. That's a, and someone comes from Lykins, Lebanon, Lancaster. They're mm-hmm. from all over. Okay, um, because it's, we it's, offer that at yeah. theater Harrisburg for them.
0: It's incredible, too, because five of the six you know people in the cast are new to our stages, so mm, they yeah. had come never having auditioned or done anything with us before, so wow, it's also. It's great in that capacity, too. Yeah.
1: So then this is a collection of more than just uh, Harrisburg folks, more than just Central Pennsylvania folks, then. Absolutely. I think we just have one person from Harrisburg. Really? Yeah. Everyone else is from all over. Oh, all right. All right. So um, what themes in Next to Normal um, does Theater Harrisburg aim to highlight or explore? Well,
2: along the lines what Lorraine was saying about um, a Fiddler on the Roof being about family, next to normal is about family. Mm-hmm. Slightly more dysfunctional <laughs> than <Tevye laughs> and his family. <laughs> Tevya and his family were dealing with a lot of um, outside forces mm-hmm. to them. Next to normal, the forces are internal within yeah. the family. Mom's got um, a bipolar disorder, which had been handled pretty well with medications over the years, Mm -hmm. but they're starting not to work anymore, Mm. and they're looking for other avenues. Dad's doing his best to help mom, uh, to help their 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 kids they have, um, and each of them have their own issues that they're dealing with as mm-hmm. well. So there's, it's almost like what's next to normal about a better uh, answer to that might be what's it not about mm-hmm. because it tackles things like family dysfunction, bipolar disorder, other mental issues. Uh, drug use, mm. um, suicide. So there are some pretty strong themes, mm-hmm.
1: but they're handled in a beautiful, beautiful way. And um, you all said that uh, each, each, <clears throat> each year, each season has a has a theme. So with next to normal, what was the theme for this season?
0: Well, we weren't we weren't really we weren't going necessarily on choosing a season based off of one theme. I mm. think for me, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm always really interested in in Telling the stories, right, like, and so I'm always looking for shows that really explore very honestly but also with a tremendous amount of heart and empathy yeah. mm-hmm. um, people's stories and feeling like they would be able to resonate, especially with the community so yeah. rather than picking a theme and being like this this season is going to be about this exact thing, mm-hmm. I think one of the overlying themes was about change, yeah <clears throat> and what it looks like what growth looks like, Mm -hmm. um, both individually and as a community. And you really can, without getting too intellectual, (laughs) you could sort of break the family unit down into being its own community. And the mental health that's explored in this piece, part of what's so beautiful about it is that it's not just the lead character's story. It is about how every single person around her is impacted Mm. and is coming together in the very best way they know how um, as a smaller community to really... Support her and also to grow themselves through this. So,
1: so how, how has the the creative team approached this challenge of, of presenting mental health issues then?
0: So one of the things that we um, did, first of all, is we partnered with um, NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness mm. in um In Harrisburg. And I I mentioned that because we wanted when we knew this was going to be about such difficult mental health conversations, we wanted to make sure we were also supporting our cast, Mm. our production team and our community and being able to say, okay, let's be responsible and also offer some resources for everyone to reach out to. In addition, I think it also impacted um, some of the the decisions for choosing our artistic team. Mm-hmm. So I, I motion, for those who can't see me, to Dave um, <laughs> because, because I think Dave has gone um, really out of his way to make sure that the cast feels very safe and mm-hmm. supported and that they've had the time to really explore these characters, explore these issues.
2: Yeah, one They'll thing I like add. to do as a director is – first rehearsal we don't get on our feet and start blocking a show mm-hmm. we sit we talk we look at the play we spent at least 2 weeks doing what we call table work going through the play making sure we fully understood everything that was going on with these characters and that gives the the actors a, a much better chance to create a more believable realistic character mm-hmm. and looking at all the the dialogue but also in this case the lyrics of the songs the the show's probably about 75% sung mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we treated everything as if that was conversation. So you oh, wow. what you were saying, how you were saying it. And from all that, this cast has so well bonded. As dysfunctional as the character cast is, mm-hmm. this is a very <laughs> functional mm-hmm. cast who love each other and yeah. they support each other. Yeah. And that includes, you know, our our extended family of, you know, myself as director, Mitchell as the music director, Lauren as the stage manager, our lighting designer, um, our sound People, everybody together, has created this very comfortable family, and we're mm-hmm. constantly asking, you know, are you okay? Is anything bothering mm-hmm. you? Because it does affect all of us. I mean, many tears have been shed throughout rehearsal.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to know um, during during any of the scenes was on. Um, did did anybody have to take a break? Was anybody triggered or 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 anything like that? I wouldn't say anyone was
2: triggered, but they were affected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. People at times would weep yeah. and cry and long, so just join us, that's what we're all doing here. So, mm-hmm. we always had tissues. <laughs> in the we went through many boxes of tissues. There will
0: be tissues available at the yes. show,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's going to be my follow up question <laughs> Are there uh, tissues going to be available? So, um, so the authenticity um, of, uh, of this and, and, and working through mental health, um, for you, the director, how did you navigate that? Uh, with your actors to ensure that there's that authenticity?
2: Well, it's part of it is just constantly checking in with them to make Mm. sure they're okay and then providing them with the resources. Um, Lorian also assisted us with dramaturgical work, which is a lot of background and information. Mm. Um, There's medical terminology I didn't fully understand in the show, so you have to research. You have to Mm -hmm. share that with the cast. We are also lucky in the cast we have a medical doctor and a nurse. Mm. So they were also able to help us fill in some of those missing pieces um, so that we gave these more true uh, performances. Where are your nerves right now? Uh, I don't have any,
1: (laughs) which is unusual. Um,
2: Sometimes at this point, there's major panic, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, this isn't done, or this person still doesn't know their lines. This show, I'd say at least a week ago, Mm -hmm. they were ready Mm -hmm. uh, for an audience, and it was just a matter of now adding the final pieces, like costumes and lights and sound. So I I have no nerves. I look forward at this point to watching the show with an audience, Mm -hmm. to watch them. Um that is one of my favorite parts as a
1: director to get to that point so then uh, uh this 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 moment of zen for you I, i'm uh-huh. I'm gonna calling it because <laughs> it's uh, it's That's very right. zen like how uh how, how do you get to this point uh is is it because you're you're seasoned is it something that you had to learn uh because i i've seen you know um, the many, many emotions of directors, <laughs> you, you know, and, uh, and and this zen, the zen, I typically don't see it until after, ah. you know, so before it, it, it's kind of intriguing. I guess zen is my life, um, oh. but
2: not letting things affect you that you can't control. So mm. having control from the beginning and creating that family atmosphere helps so much I mean I'd say 50% of directing is casting the right people Mm. Mm. and that's half your job is done right there and then guiding them along through the process and that's why I feel so comfortable with them and i'm just like let's open tomorrow okay? <laughs> we're ready we're ready for an audience
1: so how do you know when when an actor or actress has it is it is it a certain moment is it um something that that they do like an ad lib or something like that what is it that makes the, you feel like yeah, there's got something
2: it. i guess i recognize i always tell actors when you're preparing uh, a, a monologue within the first Five to ten seconds, you got to catch me. you got to mm. pull me in. It, you can't take 15, 20 seconds to, quote, get into it. Yeah. You have to have that. For this particular show, since it's predominantly music, everyone sang first. And mm. we eliminated people because we you know they couldn't hit that note there's yeah. a lot of high notes yeah, for especially are. for the 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 male parts in mm-hmm. the show so after that we finally got to readings from the script too and again i could tell right away i can work with this person this person has something there mm-hmm. they know what's going on oh. this interesting is chal-
0: this is a challenging show too you, since you mentioned the musicality of it yes. th- it's got so many different styles in it so it's not It's, you're not just looking for that sort of straight, you know, musical theater voice or rock voice or whatever kind, you know, this show really spans not only up and down the scale but also stylistically it's you really have to be
1: able to do it all yeah.
0: yeah
1: oh wow well uh if you're um if you need a replacement falsetto uh, okay. i'm available <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> just to just to let you know and i'm a fast learner okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um h- how does theater harrisburg um engage with uh, local communities uh through its theater uh through its productions
0: well, I would say one of the great things. So I, I've been in this community now just for two and a half years. So mm. I'm a transplant. I, I'm a fish not. I think I, re- I reached transplant status at two You're years. You're Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but one of the things that's been amazing since I've been here is watching the community come out more and more and more and more, and not just in the audiences, but in the audition processes, mm. like each of our shows up to this point have been at least 50 percent new people wow. and and then with this show we've now we hit almost a hundred percent and that's so exciting for us because it means they're coming from all different communities mm. within you know the greater Harrisburg area within the capital region so people are are wanting not only to watch the shows but they're wanting to engage mm. and to actually participate in the art and that's what we're that's what we're here to do, you know? Yeah. And so it's yes. just been wonderful seeing just not only new faces, but seeing our audiences and our stages become more diverse, become newer, become, you know, revitalized, mm-hmm. I would say, as well as enjoying this really rich alumna like um, population of people who have been supporting us and been on our stages and in our productions and things like that for years. So it's been this great this great combination i think that shows that we actually are reaching the community yes. we're hoping mm. to reach
1: um one question that that uh that, that i always ask uh theater professionals is covid mm. how did you navigate covid david wow that's a uh, great that
0: was different question. from theater harrisburg yeah. um, <laughs> i was
1: actually i had
2: directed theater harrisburg's Show that closed COVID. Yeah. Um, a curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Mm. We had two sold out performances left and oh my COVID shut us down. It's still hard to go back to that and remember, like, you know, we wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. at that point we knew the best. Path was to stop performances. And our final performance was Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. Go figure. (laughs) And I just felt so bad for the cast that Mm -hmm. didn't get to finish, family members that didn't get to see it. Yeah. And one of the things I did, because I also was the designer for this show, I incorporated some of the pieces from the set Mm -hmm. of Curious Incident into the set of Next to Normal so it can have its finish
1: Ah. finally. So that made sort of completed the circle for me. Right, right. So when you were navigating through COVID, uh, did you think that like, oh, this is going to last forever? Oh, this is going to last two weeks? Well, yeah, two weeks is what everyone thought. (laughs) (laughs) thought. Why don't
2: we just stop and then two weeks we'll come back and finish? Well, then we know that didn't happen. (laughs) right? And then nothing happened Yeah. For a long time.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, I actually I started at Theater Harrisburg the first show that it reopened after it shuttered. So that Mm. was my first my my first day was the opening of SpongeBob the musical. Yeah. In twenty twenty one. And so that by itself was its own journey coming back to coming moving into a community and being like, So how are you handling things here? Because in New York we are handling things differently and it looks differently Mm. and But one of the things that I really loved and I thought was a great sign for who this community was is that all of the theaters had gotten together and said, you know what, this is how the arts are going to handle COVID. Mm. And we are all going to, you know, mask and we are all going to look for COVID tests and we're all going to do this jointly so that we don't have to risk. You know, people saying, well, forget it. I'm not going to go here. I'm going to go over to them. We're going to come together as a community and say, this is the stance that the arts are taking in the Harrisburg area. And that is such a tremendous, like, show of unity Mm -hmm. and collaboration. It was a a weirdly (laughs) calming thing to come into in a community and be like, hey, there's some there's some respect and some real love within the arts here that they're
2: willing to do there that absolutely together.
1: Is, yes. uh, all right. Well, we have about uh 30 <laughs> seconds left here. Um, I, and I want to thank you both for coming on the spark uh, and, and letting us know about next to normal. Um, so I do want the audience uh, to, to, to know uh, when is it, where is it? And uh, when, when do tickets go on sale?
0: So January 26th, this Friday through February 11th, we are actually almost sold out for opening weekend. We're sold out opening uh, four tickets away from selling out the second day of the opening weekend. So tickets are selling really fast. Um, You can buy them on our website at www.theaterharrisburg.com. And we are at the Krevsky Center, which is uptown on Herlock and Six.
1: All right. All right. Well, I want to thank Laureen and David for joining us again. On the spark. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you. Thank you you so much. This was great.